You're listening to Excelsior Radio. Hi, Zach. Hey. How's it going? Doing pretty good. How are you, Bradley? Good. Cool. I'm glad to have you here. Thank you. It's I... been nice so far. Oh, good. We did a nice little portrait with your favorite food, yeah. which is... Alambres. Alambres. Yeah. It is so good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I feel like four people could eat that one meal. Yeah, probably. We should have cut it up more. I know. It's huge. Well, now you can take it with you and have it for two more meals for yourself (laughs) but those are really good um but i think you and i are both caffetto people right yeah yeah i've definitely seen you there before most recently i saw you at the leaning tower oh yeah neighborhood Mm -hmm. people Mm we um are what was i gonna say you go there to like relax is that your favorite like place to write uh, it has been in the past, definitely. Sure. Nowadays, it's because I've been working from home. It's sort of like okay, that's where I go for smoke breaks and lunch breaks, just hang out. So, oh, nice. Yeah, my relationship with this changing, I guess. That's cool. I know mine too. I don't get to go over there. I don't even live close anymore right mm. now. But I feel like a lot of creativity comes out of Cafeto, whether mm. you're a writer or a photographer or whatever. Yeah, yeah I've made some. I've edited, like, a lot of weddings there on my laptop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ah, cool. Yeah. Anyways. um, Yeah, so you're a writer. Yeah. Yeah. Kind (laughs) of. What do you mean, kind of? I tend to, these days, write mainly user manuals. That's my day job. Yeah. Yeah. But you did that on purpose. Yeah, I did did that on purpose, absolutely, because it's uh, an easy paycheck, I guess. For somebody with my skill set, it's easy anyway. Yeah, yeah, because it goes hand in hand, and you are you might yeah. as well do that. So um, you're the smarter way. You're like, writers don't make a lot of money, so I'm going to use my degree to do something with writing so I can write yeah. on the side. And uh, some mornings, not this morning, but... Uh, Some mornings I will have my own personal laptop open and I'll be writing just, you know, a fiction story under a pen name uh, on the side. That's so cool. So it's kind of like, but they won't even know. You'll be like, you're just writing. Yeah. There he is writing, writing for our our manuals, even though you may be writing this really cool story that's going to take off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fingers crossed. (laughs) As long as I don't find out before then. Yeah. Now you you have one book published. Yeah. And how many books are you working on? Uh, the one book I have published under the name Patrizio de la Luna, that's called Metropotamia, and it's actually, in my mind, book one of ten. So oh. I guess you'd say there are nine books more, and then there's another sci-fi book that I just, I really like the idea a lot. It doesn't fit with the Metropotamia series, but it'd be fun. Whoa, that's so cool. That's really cool. Thank you. Yeah, do you, I want to read one of your books. How do I get a hold of one of your books? Uh, I'll send you a PDF. You can also go to diaphoramedia.com and download one there for like three dollars. Or maybe it's $3 on Amazon. I can't remember exactly. Okay. <laughs> At least one of those places, yeah. you could get it very cheaply. Okay. Because I, I want to support you, so give me the one where I can pay cheaply or whatever yeah. for. Ah, oh, gosh. I don't even remember the exact price, but... Do you have audiobooks? Uh, like, do you have to sign up to do uh, the audio, aud, audi, Audible? <laughs> I don't know if you have to sign up for Audible. I do have a bunch of old videos. So if you've seen the videos that I've made of the podcast interviews that I've made, um, those videos are like glitch art and so on. Yeah, I noticed that. Mm, This is really useful for those interviews because I edit the video and the audio at the same time to remove like ums and likes and so on. So the video itself becomes extremely choppy. So I was just like, okay, we'll make that an artistic statement of some kind. I really like that, especially with now knowing your sci-fi um, books. Uh, it kind of goes hand in hand with what you're doing. Kind yeah. Of. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that, but it's kind of matching vibes. Now you don't do the 
um, the glitch stuff, you have somebody else do it. Is that right? No, I do the video. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, okay. For Just, some reason, I thought I read that you had somebody else doing it. Uh, no, no one else has done those videos. Um, hmm. Who could that have been? Oh, you might have read. So, my friend Nick Rosenblum, who is a film editor, he did a, um, he edited a short, well, I think it's called Sizzle Reel in the entertainment oh, yeah. business. But my friend Aaron wrote a series called Flyover Cities, and Nick edited the Sizzle Reel. So I guess he would have been the one who did the video for that. Oh, cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that must. Yeah, that sounds familiar. I think that's what I was reading. But okay. yeah, those videos are cool. So you're a podcaster as well. So you know all about it. Uh, learning more every day, really. Same here. <laughs> It's a learning experience, but yeah. you, you do what you can with what you got. So, um, um, that's cool. So, do you do any like work with um, filmmakers or directors or anything to do? Yeah, I try, I suppose. Uh, my friend Nick Cooey, he and I have worked on uh, forty-eight hour film festival submissions before. Uh, and you write the for them? Yeah, like contributed to the scripts. What? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so cool. I want to see some. Oh, cool. Well, the one that we did was called The Flare, and it should be on the Diaphora YouTube channel. I think it's there anyway. Cool. Oh, I think that's so great. Like having, I mean, this is very common, but the like a writer and then like the director and then you kind of get involved and help with a movie, like a short film. Yeah, we, writers and directors, I tend to think of as just having different habits of abstraction. Like they abstract things in different ways. Yeah. So they're often blind to something that the other person or other role might see very easily. How do you feel about that? I think that, that it's, I think that collaboration is just really fun altogether. So yeah. I think that as long as people don't get too possessive, I guess, and as long as they're willing to accept other people's feedback, I think it could really improve things. Cool. How many films have you done? Uh, let's see. I've worked on three short films and the sizzle reel that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. Very cool. Do you get to be with them and like help direct at all? Or do you like what kind of role do you play? I play much more of just a straight writer role in these situations. Sure. I suppose with uh, with Flyover Cities, I did have a little bit more of a director role, but that was just just because I happened to be the only person there that day, I yeah. suppose, to fill that role. Okay. So you just write, and then you give it to them, and then they create it? Yeah. That's definitely how it worked with another... another thing that another glitch artist made that they was called glitch as fuck and <laughs> that was uh another film festival submission of some kind so i don't remember the name of that one though this is kind of new to me this glitch artist thing what is a glitch artist uh i would say that it's making the aesthetic of decayed technology into like a principle of art in some way it's not new, is it? Probably not. I think... I feel like it's... I, I always think of a Tears for Fears lyrics that goes about the beauty of decay. So, yeah. to me, that summarizes it better than anything. Yeah. But it, it's not a new concept, but I feel like it's becoming, like, a new concept. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's becoming different with digital and stuff. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it's also kind of more democratic, I guess I would say, because if there is some kind of pleasurable element to a glitch or something not being of maximum quality, right. it becomes easier for just anybody to produce if, this, if the aesthetic standard is kind of lowered in that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it. Your podcast is fun. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I like listening to it. It's on YouTube, right? Yeah, there's YouTube. Facebook. Facebook, Instagram. Instagram. Oh, I need yeah. that. Yeah, diaphora.inc is the, the Instagram username. 
and then also there's just audio only versions I distribute them through Anchor, so I can't remember entirely. Like, I'm pretty sure it's on Apple Music and other things, but... Oh, Anchor. Don't know exactly what those other things are. Yeah, try I Anchor out. I should do Anchor. Yeah. Okay. You may be able to... Uh, to link up your Podbean RSS feed with Anchor pretty easily. Okay. Maybe. Not These are all 100%. things I need to look into. Yeah, I'm ah. starting to realize. <laughs> right on. Yeah, yeah, these are the back-end things that I learn a little bit more of every day. Yeah. And it's like, okay, i got to spend a little time figuring out how to do this. Maybe I could be just creating content. But yeah. Oh, well. So when did you know that you were a writer? Uh, that's a really good question. I wonder when it became at all convenient for me to refer to myself as a writer. It, that would be that, I guess. Maybe okay. I was 15 years old. I never was going to be a rock star, so I decided to be a writer instead. Were you a musician? No, never. Oh. I just have a guitar. Have okay. fun with it now yeah. and then. But you like to like write like poems and lyrics and stuff or anything? or? Uh, I have, yeah. I wrote some lyrics with my friend Rojo, um, his band Molinet Cinema down in Mexico City, we were just writing some lyrics for maybe one of their future songs. Oh, nice. But besides that, I haven't really written lyrics and poetry. Like, I've written a few, but it's never been a like major focus for me. Yeah, okay. So you're not, so what kind of writing did you start out doing? Uh, it was probably more like Dungeons and Dragons fantasies type stuff when I was a teenager. D&D. And yeah. Yeah. You still play D&D? No, not really. <laughs> but I should. Like, I know my friend Matt really plays a lot still. Maybe yeah. I should ask to join one of his campaigns. Yeah, why not? Yeah. My roommate does it. You want to play with him? Oh, damn. Down in Shakopee? I don't know. It might be hard for me to get there oh, on a regular basis. Oh, no. He, just, he does it over FaceTime. Oh, you can do that? Yeah. Okay. And then he goes to his friends in the city. Like, we, like, live in Shakopee. We don't really hang out there very often. So uh, we just we just live there in this little house. Oh, man, that sounds nowhere. nice. What, what is your favorite piece that you ever written? Piece that I've ever written? Yeah. Oh, damn. That's a really good question. Probably one of the chapters from future books. But which one? I don't know. Some of them appeal to me a lot at different times. I really liked the prologue to my first book, to the first Metropotamia book. That was... That one was a lot of fun, but I understand that it's actually, like, more of a stress test than anything. Like, if you get through that one, at least it gets a little bit more tolerable after that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you, like, what is your um, routine or habit to get into the zone of writing? Everyone has one, I feel like. Uh huh. I wish that I did. I don't know. You got like, like Hunter S. Thompson where you got like cocaine and vodka and no. acid. <laughs> I, I think of cocaine more as an editing drug, I oh, suppose. Oh, okay. That's, yeah, that would make uh, sense. Uh, oh, gosh, I haven't felt like I was really in the zone in so long. I, <laughs> for me, all you could really do is make a habit of it. Try and do it every morning, if you can, every morning. Yeah maybe set a goal like I think Saturday I was really happy because I wrote 750 more words but then I only got like maybe 250 on Sunday so, oh wow yeah see what you can do every day how do you keep track of how many words because of all the digital stuff yeah like I'm, I'm just writing right into a word processor so I can look at the changing word count in real time but do you ever use a typewriter no I have used it but it seems really kind of pointless in this day and age mm -hmm. I usually start out writing by hand and by then hand. yeah like and I'll do a speech to text on my cell phone and to and the younger crowd you're kind of young though it's like ancient oh yeah they're like what use a piece of paper and a pen 
Well, I can totally get the react uh, that response, but you're activating more neurons, and it's more of a physical, like, active engagement. I uh, I like I love writing with paper and pen. I also love writing with a typewriter, but uh, I like both. But I'm not a good writer, so that's irrelevant. <laughs> you're probably a good poet then. I just. I don't know, I write a lot, and if anyone were to read it, it may not make sense, but it fuels me creatively, so. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. glad it's part of your, like, routine. It used to be, but it not as much lately. I feel like I need, you're inspiring me to start writing more. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, go at it on the typewriter, for because if you're not really planning to show anybody anyway, the typewriter sounds perfect. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Typewriter needs spell check. <laughs> Your notebook is so tiny that you yeah. write with, that you carry with. Oh, yeah. I have, like, several of those. And somebody keeps leaving notebooks of this same model. Like, they must buy them 20 at a time and leave them one at a time in the free library outside of Cafetto. Really? So you have free notebooks? Yeah. Do you know what I call that? Blessings? Sure. Okay. But the universe telling you you're in the right direction. Oh, cool. I always... I always, I think on the last podcast I brought that up too. I said, I said that it feels like my theory is if you just start doing something, um, you get little gifts everywhere, and and it's like a message to show you that you're in the right direction. Oh damn, cool. Okay, yeah, yeah. I am getting these little gifts of always having a notebook on me. That is great, <laughs> and especially if you're not buying them. That's like, that's. It's a sign. Yeah. You're doing what you're supposed to. Oh, word. Thank you very much. <laughs> you're going to change the world. Fuck yeah. Yeah. There are lots of things that I would like to see changed. So that sounds right. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. You um, have your your podcast and you talk about world change. Yeah. As like best as I and my friends can conceptualize it. Uh, I call the podcast Better Futures, and generally it has a pretty simple format where I just ask my guest, um, what do you think humanity deserves that it isn't really receiving right now? Like, how is society or the economy or culture deficient? Yeah. And then the second question is, like, how could we get to a better place for everybody? And then the third question, just how, like, what stands in the way of us getting to that? And everybody I love that. has little different answers. And these people feel like, um, like, are they professional? Like, do they have, like, a professional answer? Or is it just, like, your friends? You said oh. one of them had a professional stance. Yeah, Marshall is definitely uh, a professional who is qualified to speak on human communication habits. Sure, yeah. Um, that was a lot about social media and how it's just, I, it can be such a toxic forum for, for the modern discourse, I guess. Yeah. Uh, besides that, my friend Edgar, he, was, he recently graduated with a PhD in something like applied logics or something like that and we had more of a conversation about ethics and I would have liked to get like it was kind of mass delusions in general but all of a sudden I'm wondering what he might have thought of QAnon as a mass delusion because I just realized I've never really heard what somebody outside the United States thinks of that yeah what did he say? Do I have to listen to that one? Yeah, probably. I did not, to my recollection, get the chance to ask him anything about QAnon. Oh, okay. <laughs> that would have been cool. Uh, yeah, we... You need to call him back. I could do that, yeah. I think he felt he was perhaps the most sheepish of all of my guests. But at the same time, he had great things to say. Cool. He should do a, a podcast of his own, even. I'm going to try and recommend that to him. Yeah. So how long have you been doing your podcast? Uh, I think I recorded the first episode in, like, early March. And I do six-episode seasons because I like to have 
a few episodes like I want to when I release the first episode of the second season I want to have the next five ready to go yeah. so that there's no you know delays there's a consistent release I suppose yeah that's so. awesome I love um the podcast and being able to express ourselves and like share things with people because people want to listen and they're busy and at least for me I like I can't sit down and read a book very well because I'm on the go all the time mm-hmm. so I have to listen to podcasts if I want to like read something or oh word yeah, yeah audible my oh. friend just got me audible for my birthday <laughs> Oh, so cool. I can listen to books while I'm on the go. Oh, that's a good friend. She also wants me to listen to a specific book so we can talk about it. Oh, what book? <laughs> so, um, Hell in the Heartland. Hell in the Heartland. Yeah, she's obsessed with true crime, so it's a, it's uh. a, it's a writer who wrote about a true story that happened back in like this eighties, eighties, mm. and about like. It's pretty scary. <laughs> I don't know. It's like these two girls get their, like, kidnapped during a sleepover, and the, they kill the parents and start the house on fire and turn these little girls into sex workers. And the whole, it's, like, got all these twists. Like, the, like, the cops are corrupt, and then they find out all the, like... What the hell? It sounds horrible. Yeah. I know. And it's a true crime it's, story? It's a true crime story. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. I already have some neighbor problems. I don't need any more true crime yeah. stories. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, yeah, it sounds like your friend is maybe not quite as good as I estimated at the beginning. Well, she is. She just She's addicted to true, true crime. Okay. She wants to talk to me about it, about the book yeah. she reads with her. You know, you always want to have a friend to read a book with and talk about it, but uh, her yeah. books just happen to be frightening. Okay, right <laughs> on. Some people like horror movies. So y- I can take it. Yeah. I, it's a new thing that I've noticed a lot of girls really like true crime. Yeah. And I know specifically the female gender. And I don't know why that is. I, the, I'm, like, really intrigued. I wonder what, like what the reincarnation of Sigmund Freud would have to say or yeah. anything like that. <laughs> um, I've heard theories. I've heard, yeah. I've heard theories. Well, I have. Uh, please. I've heard none. Um, I had these two women tell me that they think it's because they're obsessed too. They think it's because women are a lot of times um, the victims in these true crimes. Uh-huh. And so reading these books, they're more aware of what's happening in they can be more prepared for what's behind the corner or like around the corner i think but that uh, it just didn't make sense to me that theory all right that was a theory though or like um i just think it's i don't know why it would be females i don't know it's weird because a lot of males are the ones who are committing the crimes. Oh, yeah. There's definitely so, the more violent. Yeah. Maybe uh, women are, like, new to violence, and it's like, huh, uh, this is a thing that can happen with a person? Because women are more um, mothering and nurturing, and they don't have that hormone of being aggressive as much. As much. As much, sure. Oh, gosh. That's a really interesting, like, I am 70% inclined to think that in when you just read about other women being the victim all the time, there is a sort of like, okay, this is a, a satisfying lesson, like, I feel more prepared now for the unknown. Yeah. But there is the 30% possibility of like, yeah, this, yeah, maybe, maybe I'm more on the killer side of things. Yeah. Sorry, I had to sit and sit with that for a second. Go ahead. Take your time. (laughs) So interesting. But I want to know if anyone, I want to know what people think. I should do a survey just be like, who likes, do you like it? Do you hate it? What do you think about it? I don't know. I personally like it, um, but not in the way that other people do. I think it's a way for me to pass time that I can be engaged because mm. I worked a mundane job where I stuffed photos for a company um, for the holiday season and it was so boring 10 hours of just stuffing pictures and so mm. I listened to podcasts but 
the only thing that I could just listen to continually is news stories of uh, true crime because uh, it was just like interesting and you get into it and time flies yeah. and um, and then when it's over there's always a new one that is super interesting and it gets you whereas like I'm flipping through like oh, this podcast is alright uh, you know what I mean like it's hard to find a good podcast but then if you just know these are great that was my personal thing once I didn't work there I didn't really listen to them. Okay, yeah, I mean, I've never been, I've never really listened, oh, man, there was a really good podcast series, it's like one of the few that I've actually listened to, and now I can't remember the name of it. Ah, uh, now I want to text my friend James to tell me what it was. Text but, James. No, my phone is off, I <sighs> turned it off so I wouldn't get a ring. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway, it'll occur well, to me. I don't know why, I just felt like it was time for a button. Okay, that's it? It's like I'm- Oh, I made you do a cute little pose today in <laughs> in the grass. Yeah. How did you feel about that? Do you get your photo taken? Be honest. Yeah, I mean, I have had my photo taken. Uh, it seems like it's more of an occasion whenever my photo is taken, and I don't take too many selfies. Unless I receive a selfie, then you like have to return it with oh, a selfie. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't sound like I'm I'm not usually you, the person sending the first selfie. Are you the exchange. type of person that like takes two seconds to do a selfie or do you take like five minutes, ten minutes? Oh, I'll delete it. Oh wait, that wasn't good. Wait, let me try this. Wait, yeah. no. Okay, that's too cool. Yeah. I'll delete it, but like I will not. I'll give it three tries, and if I still look douchey at the end of three, it's like okay, I look douchey today. Yeah. yeah I'm not going to spend <laughs> all my day. Yeah, very like vain. You don't care. You are who you are. I try to be. Yeah. You seem like that. You Good. S you. I get that vibe hanging out with you. You awesome. seem like the type of person who's just like this is what it is. Yeah. I am who I am. Uh, somebody thinks I look like Van Gogh and wants to give me sunflowers. Okay, that's my day. Yeah, you do look like Van Gogh. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I think that the real big difference is in the nose. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you don't look that much like him. Okay. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's just I, I I'm I'm apologizing because I hate when people are like you look like this person, you look like that person. It's like no, I look like me. Yeah. I am me, and I uh, don't paint. You're, yeah. You're a writer. I have been told that I look like Van Gogh a lot, though, so it's not like I'm really that offended. Yeah, no. But, um... Who I know. What? Who, who do they call you, like? I've gotten everything, and it's interesting. Because I, I change my style, like, all the time, mm -hmm. and it's hard. A lot of artists are like, don't do that, because... You have to create a style so people remember you. Wow. And for me, it's really hard because I constantly growing, constantly changing. If I were to, and I like to play with my look, so it's like if I were to be the same all the time, I would not be fulfilling a satisfying life for myself. Oh. So, well, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So every time I change my look, I look like somebody else, apparently. Well, that's, I think that's awesome. Like yeah. I. I maybe I just maybe I just want too badly to be unique, but this whole personal branding phenomenon is pretty gross, and it's like mm, seems to require you to commodify aspects of your own identity. Yeah, and I don't want to do that with my identity. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. There's no. There, I feel like creating your own rules and kind of going at your own pace and doing your own thing makes you unique. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, I guess you can try hard to, you know, put yourself out there, but do what makes you comfortable. Mm. You know, I feel like that's the point. Yeah. As long as you're not lazy. <laughs> I just feel so bad saying that, but I feel like it's true. Uh, I suppose so. I mean, I've definitely been lazy in terms of like not hustling with my creative works I've definitely been lazy in like that in periods of my life hustling your creative works you mean like putting it out there putting it out there or just like constantly engaged in the act of production even if it's not sure. released but 
I wouldn't call that lazy. I guess more what I'm thinking is just like not having inspiration at all and just like skating by in life. Ah, uh, yeah. That's, I I feel like I may have been there before. Sure. And that's a that's a pretty grim way to live. I don't want to live it like is, that. Right. But you also have to be there to understand what it how terrible it feels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just another day. Yeah. Gray day, probably gray. Yeah. <laughs> You won't even know what color the sky is if you live that <laughs> Who way. Who cares, even? Right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> what? So what? What like? What motivates you? What gets you excited? What? Uh, what I've, gets you to the writing, whatever device? Well, let's see. It was really. So it's sort of like a bet that I made with myself and I am just way too stubborn to lose this bet or to give up on it. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember, per I don't remember if it was on this podcast, like since we began recording, but I remember telling you about a friend of mine, how I had told her that an idea that I had and thought was a new idea while I was writing this chapter, I had actually put in my notes from several years ago. Yeah. Then rediscovered it. Um, so yeah, this is just sort of uh, something that I have refused to give up on. And I can do a book a year of it. So I'll just that. do that for the next nine years. I think the biggest thing too is doing it for yourself and also just like keeping the momentum mm. and knowing like oh no one watched my podcast and or no one read my book or no one bought my book or whatever and just keep going you know yeah i don't it, think anyone's bought my book i'm serious <laughs> i will buy it well okay i mean i'll send I'm you a link i'm excited now please uh, do i can i can just send you uh the pdf for free i don't really care about the purchases oh now if you can purchase it though yeah purchase the amazon version because then the reviewing if you review it i can it give too, you a review but i'll yeah. be honest i'm okay. not just gonna be nice no that's cool you can say like just way too flowery repeats himself over and over first of 10 books not interested yeah because you also should be honest on your ideas right i feel like yeah probably i'll probably still be nice okay i mean <laughs> Be as nice, but also as honest and critical yeah. as you feel inspired to be. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited. Cool. My only worry saying this is that, like I said, I don't... If I'm sitting down, I'm sleeping. Oh, like, yeah. So I'm like, I wish there was a way... Because audio... I'm, I'm new to this. I got... Like I said, my friend got me Audible. Uh -huh. So I'm wondering, does that take any book that I have? So if I buy your book through Amazon, couldn't I oh. listen to it through Audible? Well, that's a great question. I sure. don't really know the answer, but I would suspect that if, if it's just Amazon Web Services adding a robotic voice to some text that they scraped. Yeah. That doesn't sound like it would be very pleasant to listen to. You're right. You should do it. I mean, not like for me, but you should... Do you ever consider, like, reading your book? Because you have a great voice. Thank you. Yeah, I you have a radio have voice. I have not done that. Or, wait, no, I have done that. However, I would just kind of be too bored to read the whole I was, thing. I was just going to say, wouldn't that be kind of boring? Yeah. Um, however... Let's see, there used to be, back when the um, COVID uh, you know, lockdowns and so yeah. on were much more enforced, uh, we had a live stream fiction reading at a bookstore on DuPont. And so, like, I have read aloud and been streamed doing so on the internet, but yeah. I haven't, like, come to a studio and recorded myself or anything like that. That would be a little boring, right? Yeah, I would be bored to do that. Yeah. I would like, however, to hear somebody else doing it. Yeah. Like Stephen Toast, Toast of London. Have you ever seen that show? No. It's about a voice actor who makes his living doing exactly that. Very cool. Yeah, that... I was thinking, I know two people who are voice actors. Hmm? And that must take a lot of work. I would imagine. I mean, you 
you will not get a different voice than exactly this voice out of me. <laughs> like I. What if you have the sniffles? Uh. I was I had the sniffles when we started, but really, you remember I was sneezing. Oh, you did sneeze, yeah. yeah. But but do you ever get stuffed up and sound different? I don't think so. Oh my gosh, I do. I can sound terrible. My voice is not as strong. Ah, uh, well, I mean, stuffed up because of like allergies. I just yeah. don't really have allergies. I don't <sighs> think. Maybe I'm allergic to dogs now, though. I don't know. Like, your life is so great. It's been pretty weird so far. <laughs> why, why is your life weird? Uh, I mean, everyone's life is weird, certainly, but I just... The things that I look back on and that are memorable to me seem like unusual experiences, but I'm sure that anybody looking back on their life would consider their life very unusual. Sure, you want to share any? Uh... Well, I like this one, so... I was talking about a sci-fi novel earlier. Yeah. And I took the idea for this sci-fi novel from a thing that actually happened to me, because I had a brain injury and I went into a coma. Yeah, I and remember that. After I woke up, I liked to just joke around and say that I was a ghost. But for this sci-fi novel, I was like, well, instead of a ghost, what if what if the main character felt as if he and like truly believed that he awoke in an alternate timeline? And I'm just playing with it that way. That's so crazy to think about. Mm. Just, Did part of you actually think that maybe you were a ghost? Uh, maybe, especially on those days where it just seems very gray and like you have no motivation or inspiration. No, you were in a different country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Uh, How, do you want to talk about that at all? I mean, not like super a lot because I did mention this on the podcast. And also because it's like, mm, I don't want anything bad to come out of this in terms of, I don't want to sway anybody to think less of the Mexican uh, health sure. system. Sure, But you were stuck there. Yeah, but I love Mexico. They did a great job. They did do a good job. And now so, you're out. Yeah, exactly. How long did it take you to get back? Uh, I think about two weeks. You just have to pay, like, a big fine before you were let release? Yeah, uh, it was eventually covered, fortunately, by whatever travel insurance I had at the time. Oh, so everybody get travel insurance. Yeah, definitely get travel okay. insurance because it's I, I sometimes get it, it, sometimes I don't, yeah. Uh, I may not have gotten it last time. Okay. Oh, well, I'm glad you're okay. Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah. scary. Um... Did that affect your writing at all? I wouldn't say it affected my writing in the least, no. Did it inspire a lot of things? Yeah, definitely. Like, just that sci-fi novel that one. alone. Yeah. Just that one was big? Yeah. Cool. I don't want to beat, the, beat it to death, you know? It's like, okay, how much more can I really do with just brain injuries? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to think. Do you think that bad experiences that happen to you in your life you can like create really good things out of it oh yeah definitely and I I personally think that just time heals all wounds like in in 10 years it will be whatever bad thing happened to you you will remember just completely as if it happened to somebody else like it just won't even be part of It'll your just daily be a story experience. that you remember. Yeah. Yeah. So well, eventually some, you know. That's the thing with photography too. Huh? And, and writing, I would imagine, because you're, I don't think that the brain remembers things unless it, as well, mm -hmm. unless it's written down or photographed. That seems correct to me. Yeah. Like, I mean, just in my experience, because if I, I won't anything and I'll look back in like albums and I'm like 
oh my god, I remember that day now, you know? Uh-huh. So it's like I don't remember until I see it, or if I constantly see it. Like, think about if you're a kid, you see pictures of you when you're little, and you remember, oh, that's when we went to Disneyland, and my dad did that one thing. Uh-huh. Because the photo leads to a story that you can remember it by. Yeah. But if you didn't have the photo, you probably wouldn't remember the story. Probably not, no. Maybe Less there, likely. there are some people who can do this with music. Like, maybe they can remember a certain tune and be like, ah, yes, I remember eating this ice cream cone when I was six years old, and this was the sound of that. Should we ask our neighbors? Should we? Yeah, why not? <laughs> no. no, I'm just kidding. Okay, why, why are they... What? Mu- they're playing music next door. Uh, I was like, okay. we can ask them. Yeah? If they, remem- if they remember tunes. Should we interrupt them? Yeah. Okay. No, we shouldn't. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I mean... But, I mean, it's a good question to ask a musician. Yeah, I'm going to wait until the next one I talk to, I guess. Yeah. You could tonight. I could, yeah. I don't know. I usually go to bed at, like, 9 o'clock because I have to log in at 7. I work oh, with yeah. developers in India. And you I'm log old. in from your bedroom? Yeah. My studio apartment, oh. not my recording studio. Ah, oh. Isn't it nice to have a workspace? Yeah, I am very, very glad uh, to be working remotely and to have a sort of position that you can do more of a digital nomad yeah. thing. Yeah, that is cool. This is my workspace. Yeah. Well, part oh, of it. Sure. Yeah. There's usually, see that, that's usually um, my backdrop for my photos. Oh, okay, right on. But... Um, I had to return the C-stands, so I took it down. So now I ordered my own C-stands. <laughs> They're at my house. I have to bring them in yet. But anyways, hence we did your photo outside. Okay. Otherwise, we probably would do a portrait in here. But. Oh, I'm, I'm really glad that we did the outside one. I liked it. It's kind of like the writer sitting in the grass eating his favorite food. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not even something I do very often, so I guess I was like extra writerly today. Extra writerly. Okay, good. Yeah. That makes up for the words that I didn't really write. Yes. Yeah. I wrote them for you with pictures. Yeah, yeah. You'll see the the thing in me. I, okay, yeah. I can imagine how somebody would buy street tacos from the stand and then that character would sit down in the grass and yeah. okay that's how I start that scene gotcha. yeah but it also I love how you went there that is so like your brain I love that like huh. you make a character out of the photo that we did but in my brain I'm like this is a portrait of you because everything around you is so you you know like <laughs> in your head with your favorite food, just chilling in the grass. The flowers were just, you know, an well, add-on. I don't know. They're pretty. Thanks for the flowers. Yeah, those were just for color. <laughs> right but yeah, you kind of, you kind of match the flowers with your outfit here. Really? Your, like watercolor shirt. Yeah, I. Lo- this is my favorite uh, long sleeve shirt. This is so I, cool. The flowers. I'm just surprised you say that I match the flowers, because what I normally get is like, oh, that matches your hair, or oh, that matches your eyes. Oh, the flowers? No, or no, the, the shirt? shirt. Oh, it does match your eyes and your, it does match you. It coordinates oh. very well, actually, it does. But I just, I guess I meant it's very bright, like your shirt. Very, uh, yeah, it goes well. Yeah, I'm sure it added a lot. I mean, yeah. I haven't seen the photos yet. But. It really, it really added a lot. <laughs> You know, so I was wondering, too, it would be kind of cool if, um, we'll talk after this, never mind. Okay. But cool. yeah. But no, yeah, so what are you working on now? I'm working on, so Diaphora will be releasing a book of poetry by Mary Rosen. Uh, we can do the e like I could theoretically do the e-books right now. But I need to do the print-ready version, and typesetting poetry, I've discovered, is really annoying. Mm-hmm. Like, I did not realize that it was so much more annoying than fiction. Yeah. And so now I've done the ebook, but now i got to typeset the like published version, and yeah. I just don't want to do that. So I guess I'm putting it off for right now. Okay. But I'll do it this month. <laughs> Mary's been waiting a long time. Yeah. I know that I have people waiting for stuff, too. 
having projects. Do you, are you busy? Are you a busy person? Yeah, I, I try to stay busy at this point. There was uh, just definitely a period where I was more wasting time because I just hadn't made a habit of writing every day or yeah. of trying to... Like right now, I'm trying to collect more interview subjects for the next season of Better yeah. Features. Hopefully, I can get three more pretty quickly. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Um, what? No, tell me about coming to the mic. Sorry, it's just so faint right. with this. Um, with your YouTube and you talk about wanting to change the world. Do you want to try to change the world or influence the world with your writing? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, that would be ideal. I consider that less likely just because, like, art can absolutely be world-changing, but it's very difficult for art to target a specific change. Like, everybody receives it differently, or yeah. with subtle variations. So, the podcast I consider more of a journalistic sort of thing. Yeah. And that would probably have a higher chance of changing the world. Yeah. But maybe my novel is fucking great. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Do you but have, like, maybe. hidden messages in your novel, though? Um. Like, like kind of, like, like, towards the world like it's like this fake world but it actually could be your world or something oh yeah well i mean to some extent yeah i'm trying to think of like a good example um there's a location that exists in reality the name of the store is marco polo imports oh. but i needed it to be more of a pawn shop for this novel so i changed it to Marco Polo Curios. Ooh. Okay. Cool. So there are so there are some hidden things, but yeah. do you ever I guess I have to read your books to ask more questions about it. Maybe, yeah. Are they like are they based on like kind of places that you go and like areas like like where you live in Minneapolis? Yeah, the scenes that take place in Minneapolis, like, Cafetto is in it. Cafetto's in it? Yeah, but I name it Cafetto's with the apostrophe S, because uh, I think it's so funny when people call it that. That's hilarious! I know, I've never called it that. Yeah, Just I, putting it out there. But people do call it Cafetto's all the time. Yeah. People put an S on a lot of things. Like Nordstrom. So, is Nordstrom's, oh, people call yeah, it Nordstrom's? Huh. Or, I don't know what else. That was the one example I could think of. Right on. <laughs> but, huh. yeah. Yeah. You're reminding me of, I went to a place called Martina, and the, on the way there, the person I was going with kept describing it as Martins. Martins? So, yeah, it turned <laughs> out to be Martina. How do you like Martina? I it was really good. Yeah. It is good, isn't it? Oh, you've been there? Yeah. Okay, yeah, hell yeah. It's yeah, good. it is good. Mm-hmm. This place that I got your food from has, like, two-for-one margaritas on Mondays. Oh, damn. Right? Yeah. <sighs> I better go. <laughs> okay. That sounds good. Yeah, thank you for tracking it down. I know. I mean, it was by my house. Yeah. Let's be honest. Okay. Have you been to this place before, though? I haven't, because okay. I've always wanted to, and I was like, this is my opportunity. And uh, I called them, and they had it. And so. Okay. But yeah, I'll have to have Margaret. Maybe you'll have to come see what the south of the burbs are like. Come have a two-for-one mar mar margarita. Yeah. <laughs> I almost said martini. <laughs> a two-for-one margarita. Yeah, I can do that. Except, I mean, like... Might I, be a long Uber. It's like yeah. $30. But if I'm ever back and forth, maybe I'll take some people. It would be really fun to do, like... I want to do, like, a podcast... Um, uh, dinner party. That, I can do that. And like, like for the holiday, I want to invite everybody who's been on my podcast so far and have like a little holiday party somewhere. Oh, cool. Yeah. We could all wear like lapel mics and... Ooh. Well, I was just thinking more like, I don't know, like a meet and greet because there's all these really cool people. You go, a bunch of artists, entrepreneurs mingling. Mm -hmm. It just sounds beautiful. 
Hell yeah. When, right? When are you thinking? Like in a holiday thing? Holiday, I think. Because that, by that time, like maybe like every... Let's see, I started this in... I don't know, a month ago? What? <laughs> where am I? <laughs> um, so it's July, I guess I started it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was thinking like, maybe even every six months I could do a thing. Oh, so like, yeah. yeah, holiday or maybe in the summer have like an outdoor thing or... Mm. But I always think like fancy, like I'm thinking like, well, I can't afford it, but maybe I could do like a GoFundMe or something for it or a Patreon oh, and yeah. have like a, a dinner party at the Hewing. Like, oh. like they have a hot tub up there and stuff or... Okay. That would be really fun. Yeah, please keep me posted. Like well, you are on, you're on the list. You were one of the first C's. You'll be, I think you'll be on next week. Wow. Not, yeah, next week will probably be on. So yeah, cool. We'll All see. right. Yeah, um, I'm going off topic. But no, that's, <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. What are you most excited for? Uh, most excited for, like, in my personal life, or in terms of diaphora, or in terms um, of stuff that's happening in the world. In your personal life, yeah. Okay. Uh, I am amused. Okay, here's what I'm most excited for this week. Um, I was at a local bar, and I was looking in one direction, but had my hand outstretched in another direction. And then when I turned back, uh, a woman was there. I said, oh, hello, because I had not, like, noticed her being there. And she looked very confused and just said, you, you just tried to grab my boob. And oh. I was like, no, I, no, <laughs> I, I was just looking that other way. Oh, my gosh. Uh, she could see that I had been looking that other way. Yeah. But I'm excited for, like, to see where that awkwardness goes. Oh, my gosh. Did you get her number? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. That's, what? Isn't that the time you're like, no, I didn't, but... <sighs> I could if you call me. Yeah, it's... Oh, that's a good idea. I don't know. I try to leave servers alone if I can help myself. Oh, is it a server? What, what mm-hmm. restaurant or what, what bar was it? Oh, it was at the Leaning Tower. It was at the Leaning Tower? Yeah. Oh, I probably know. I mean, I know who that is then. Mm. I mean, not... I don't know. You're not going to yeah. no, tell you probably, me, you but know I will know. Person. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, certainly. That's hilarious. Aw. Yeah. I love that. I know. Sometimes, you know, sometimes your hands fly. I, you know, sometimes the boob gets grabbed. Sometimes. I still, I just remember the sensation of fabric. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, what? Oops. (laughs) Like, you're just, so, but why was your hand out when you're turning around? Like, because I was pushing the door open and then turning around to say goodbye to someone. That makes more sense. Mm. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah. I was like, wait. Just like I thought, like, you're just like, I'm like, okay, so I heard about like man spreading, but that's a whole new level oh, of man yeah. spreading, like arms out and head back. Like, that's <laughs> like a, like, I'm here. Oh, damn. <laughs> I wish I would have remembered that pose for your photo shoot. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. That would have been a good one. Oh, well. Next do you time. Have, do you have a pet? I feel like you'd have a cat. Yeah. Yeah. Good guess. Okay. Yeah. I have a tabby. Like a, uh,. I guess. What is a tabby? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a cat person. I just think, I felt like that was a question. Yeah. I, I'm not sure what a tabby is, but I think that a tabby is like kind of semi-tiger striped, I oh, suppose. Yeah. So I have a gray semi-tiger striped cat cool. named Savannah. Savannah? Yeah. Why Savannah? Uh, that was what... My nieces and or nephews had named her, Oh, I guess. and you got it from them? Well, yeah, Savannah had a litter of cats, and this house was small with four children, two dogs, and one other cat besides this litter of kittens. Oh, fun. Yeah, it does sound fun, but it also sounds stressful and annoying. So my sister told me, take this, take this mother cat, and I was like, okay, fine, yeah. That's lucky. I've gotten gifted two cats. Gifted. Well, I'm allergic to cats. Oh damn! Well, that's not a gift. No, it was it was non consensual gift. Like, hey, happy birthday! Here's a kitten, yeah. and I love kittens. Okay, and but you're allergic to cats. I was allergic twice, and I was, 
so sad giving them back because I was in love. Like, how, you can't do that to somebody. Like, here's a responsibility. I know you're in college and you move a lot, but here's a responsibility. And I was like, I can't do this. Okay. You made the never, smart call. Never gift anyone a cat. Always get consent. <laughs> um, should we should we see if your voice sounds like Larry? Should we call Larry? Larry. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's call, call our friend Larry. Okay, okay. Hold on. We'll put him on the on the air. Just for funsies, right? It'll be kind of fun. Hell yeah. Talk to your, talk to, um, okay, let's see. We'll see if he'll even answer, right? Yeah. What should we say? We'll just have you guys talk? Yeah, I'll or say, say hello. Okay. Hey, Larry. Um, Maybe I'll. Let's get to know each other. Okay. All right. That's good. <laughs> <This> sounds weird. <laughs> we'll call his wife. I'm friends with his wife, actually. Okay. And then maybe she'll put him on. I already warned him that you sound alike. Oh, okay, so he's perhaps expecting this call. Maybe. Well, how you be today? Hi, Pam, you're on air. I have you, I have oh. Zach that I'm interviewing, and we thought we'd compare his and Larry's voices if he's around. Oh, I love it. <laughs> okay, in fact, Larry is right here. Oh, yeah. Larry is here. Mm, let's see how this happens. Yeah. Okay, so how do we do this? Um, just have him come on the phone and you can put it on speaker. Maybe we can all hear it and just, just have him talk. Um, Zach is here. Have him and Zach have a conversation. Just introduce yourself, Zach and Larry. Hi, Larry. Okay. I'm Zach. Oh wait, is he on yet? All right. So I sound like you, huh? Supposedly. <laughs> Do you yeah. hear it? Yeah, or you sound like me. <laughs> I guess I must. I yeah. I sound different to myself. You don't sound very much like me, but maybe uh, you in fact do. Well, who's oldest? <laughs> <laughs> Here, let's have a sentence. Um, let's have a... Um, how now, brown cow? <laughs> how now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? Oh my gosh, you guys sound alike. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty close. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we both sound like Bridley. <laughs> <laughs> I hope when you listen to this later, you will be as interested as I will be in how my voice sounds on recording versus how it sounds coming out of my head. Yeah, true. Um, yes, that's always different. I was shocked the first time I ever heard my voice recorded. Yeah, uh. it'll be cool. All right, well, thanks, guys. Oh, you're oh, welcome. You are All so right. welcome. All right. So one more mystery in life solved. <laughs> All right, give me a call sometime soon. Maybe he's your long-lost, like, nephew or something. <laughs> that could be. Okay. Well, yeah, well... Hi, family. Well, hi, Sam. Right. Hey, Uncle, how Uncle you doing? <laughs> Uncle Larry and Aunt yeah. Pam. Aunt Pam. Okay, have a good night. Thanks. All right, bye, guys. Take care. Yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? Uh, I thought, you know, hey, this is one way to meet new people. <laughs> But you guys kind of had the same voice, right? It's similar. Kind of, yeah. But, you know, I, I'm over here, the phone. Mm -hmm. If it was on speakerphone, maybe I'd have a different opinion. Yeah. But maybe when I actually listen to this, it'll be like, wow, how did I not hear that we have exactly the same voice? Right. Huh. Right. You guys have to meet in person. <gasps> Let's make the world explode. Um, yeah. Well, cool. This was fun. Yeah. What are yeah. you gonna do for the rest? Oh wait, you want to talk about something? What was that? Your festival. Oh yeah. Um, that's what you're most excited for. Well, yeah, but that's kind. Of, I suppose I just think of it as Alina's, you know, baby project. It's hers. She Who's Alina? Is Alina your friend? Yeah, Alina Orbadon uh, does wait. all the music oh, stuff. Oh, I know. With. That's awesome. So tell me, tell about that. Uh, it is taking place at Camp Wobojig in Taylor's Falls, Minnesota, 
on September 24th to the 26th of oh, awesome. this year, 2021. Like next month. Yeah. Like less yeah. than a month away. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Everybody go to that. Hell yeah. I'll go to that. Okay, I'll support cool. her. I'll see you there. Let's go. I'd go. Yeah. I gotta right. check my calendar. Okay, word. I like Taylor's Falls. I have not been there perhaps in my whole life. I don't even what? know. What? Yeah. Like, okay, I wait, hold on. Where are you from? I am from Minneapolis. And you've never been to Taylor's Falls? I just, I, I imagine that I probably have, but there's no, like, confirmation. I have no memory of, like, okay, yeah, I was definitely there. Have you been out of the country? Yes, you have. We already established that. Yeah. But you haven't been to Taylor's Falls. It's just possible that I haven't been there. Like, I can tell you for certain I've been to Stillwater, but I can't tell you for certain I've been to Taylor's Falls. You're about to live, laugh, love your best life. Okay, cool. Taylor's Falls is beautiful. Hmm. Yeah. All right. I'm getting excited. Cool. All right. Um, so, is there anything else you want to talk about? Not really. I mean, I'm good. Okay. I think that... This has all gone very well. I feel Good. like I should ask fun. you some questions. Like, ask me. Okay. Well, what got you started doing Excelsior? Excelsior. Wait, before we before we get into it, can you give me a nice intro with your beautiful voice? Hello, this is Excelsior. Yeah, I love that. That's right. going to be my intro. Okay, chop That's that great. up and use it. Okay, so... Operation saying it. Yeah. I don't know why. It sounds like... That would be the ideal character yeah. to use the word oh, Excelsior. Yeah. I feel that too. But I also think that somebody told me um, there's somebody who coined that phrase. Like, what, did it mean? what does it mean? What, does, mean like, what does Excelsior mean? Yeah, what, is, what oh, would be Mr. like the Writer? dictionary definition Mr. of Mr. Writer. Never um, I like that. Yeah, Stan Lee's. That's it. Stan Lee's catchphrase. Oh, okay. Damn, I should have known that. I didn't even know that, yeah. Mm. And again, I didn't really know what Excelsior really meant until mm. he said it to me, and I had to actually Google it. And I was... Because I don't really hear that very often, except for, like, Excelsior Minnesota and Excelsior Brewery. Oh, yeah. And this podcast is on Excelsior, so it kind of works out, too. Oh, damn. I didn't even know that. So it's kind of a two-four. Yeah. yeah. It just, I was like, that's perfect. And so, you know how I kind of told you that, like, you start doing things and, like, you kind of get gifts to show you you're on the right path? Oh, uh, yeah, yes. So when I did this, um, the name Excelsior, I was trying to find the right name for it. And he said that to me as I was, like, brainstorming. And ever since he said that to me, I was like, I really like that as, like, a name. And then I realized that we're on Excelsior. Yeah. And then, so I started my podcast. And ever since then, my friend was like, I've never been to Excelsior, Minnesota. She was like, hey, you want to come out to eat with me in Excelsior? And I was, sure. And then all these other things, like someone brought in a beer from Excelsior Brewing to my bar. And they were like, try this. And you know what I mean? Like all these things just kind of happen while I'm doing this. So I think that I should continue to do this. Hell yeah, it sounds like it. And I, man, I'm really, really glad that you looked up the actual definition because, you know, just an exclamation is one thing, but ever upward, yeah. that's great. Right? Yeah. And then I think somewhere too, like high quality is also in the definition, like high quality, ever upward. Like, All right. and I, I think that about everybody who comes on here. Word. Yeah. Upward and upward and upward forever. Yeah, and I'll show you too. I'll show you. But you're not supposed to ask me questions. I don't know why I let okay. you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so if you see this podcast, because um, I don't think you got to it yet, but this mm. is my my logo, and it's kind of small there, but it's a woman with an Oculus glasses on, and she's removing them from her head. Oh. So the idea is putting... Um, somebody else's view of their life and how they live in perspective and kind of like walking in their shoes per se. Mm -hmm. And so she is like, ever, like she, the idea of like listening to these, to all these artists and entrepreneurs and seeing what they go through from day to day. Okay. I so, dig it. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. We can cut all this about me and Excelsior, but, <laughs> okay. um, but yeah, so yeah, if you ever need any photos for your books, 
Oh, hell yeah. Maybe we can collab. Yeah. But I won't be offended if we don't. <laughs> hey, that's totally cool. Yeah. I can also imagine, like, I don't know how much concert photography experience you might have, but Alina could probably use some help yeah. with it every now and then. I used to do concert photography for a company, yeah. So oh, wow, yeah. damn. Yeah. Cool. So, or a journalist, I guess, yeah. So, um, very dedicated to just the arts in general and to particularly the preservation of the art scenes. Oh, like, cool. Did you tell her you were coming on here? Yeah, I did, but unfortunately, she had to go to Taylor's Falls today to make a deposit for that campground and so on. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. You guys are pretty close. I would say so, yeah. I. She's the sort of, she is the type of friend to me where it's like, I don't see her very often, but probably once or twice every season. And it has been consistent enough that way for like six years, eight years, that it's like, yeah, I guess we are very close, but not always in terms of, uh, intervals like a long time can go between times that we see each other yeah how did you meet her i think that a mutual friend of ours named beck mckay probably introduced us it could have also been a woman named cassie something or it could have been just being present at the same particular house in whatever, Como Park? Is that a park? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a park. (laughs) The house near Como Park. We could have just been there at the same time at some point. Well, that's awesome. That's so great. Yeah. Small world. Yeah. I would love to have her on and talk to her and stuff. I'm sure she'd be hella down for it. I mean... She was uh, just busy today. She has also been, like, just extremely busy recently, kind of running around with her head cut off, sort of. I would, like ah. to, I would like to sit down and talk to her. Okay. I know, she sounds, yeah, she sounds great. Um, okay, well, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Everybody go to that festival. Um, yeah, the Autumn Equalizer Festival. Please look it up on YouTube. There's a, definitely a promo video. You can also find more details, like the lineup and so on, at diaphoramedia.com. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This is really fun hanging out and getting to know you. Yeah, it's been great getting to know you, and thank you very much for such a delicious meal. Oh, yeah, that was fun. We kind of shared a meal. I just feel like friendship is a great way to start a friendship is to share a meal. Yeah. And we did it. Cheers to us. Started a friendship. Cheers. (laughs) The Zach and Britt friendship. (laughs) All right. um, I guess this is where we exit. This is it. Take care. Do you want to push a button? I know you can't hear it, but you choose one, and we'll just one of these these guys down here. Okay. D. Oh, that was a brumch. Okay, try another one. Okay. Here, here. Actually, let's trade it off. Okay. And you exit it. Okay, cool. You do the ex- extra. Extra. I like that word. Excelsior. See you next time on Excelsior. Right. Does I it like, sound good? Yeah, I think that's a good one. All right, cool. Ah!